1: Bigfoot, Dogmen, Jersey Devil, and others, are they real, misidentifications, or the most cleverly disregarded reality of all time? Come into the cabin and sit down and let's try to find out together. Hey guys, welcome back to the cabin. I'm Robbie. I'm Norman. I'll be Johnny. Yeah, we got a full house back again tonight. It's been the first time in a while. We've had all three of us back together. How's everybody doing? Doing good tonight.
0: You know how it is. Always good
1: Yeah So Norman was out for a couple of Episodes And me and Johnny Had to Slog it out And then Johnny couldn't make it last time So Good to have everybody back Just wonderful to be back With the trio Sit down <laughs> and do a little talk tonight <laughs> Yeah We got We got a show that um, I think is A very interesting Topic And opened many possibilities Yeah it's a, it's a rabbit hole If you're Not careful Um so, Johnny, you want to start us off on this one? Seeing, I think you've done some research on this one. Yeah,
2: I—I uh, want to say I found out about the ley lines through uh, like some of the pyramid studies, and uh, I don't know. Over the years, it's always something that's drawn me back. But there, uh, the latest thing I got into was the Saint Michael ley lines over in England. Now, I know they go everywhere. They're all over the whole planet. But all the churches, monuments, hinges, its the Avonbury Hinge, is it's insane what it's ate up with. But the ley lines are just,
1: that seems to be the main one. Well, it seems like a lot of things that you, supernatural, paranormal, hauntings, things like that. It seems like that's something that's always... A factor, and I was brought. You know, we talked about that last week. I believe a little yeah. bit did not we, Norm?
0: Yeah, we did. Um, cryptid sightings, unidentified flying objects. A lot of that is sometimes related to ley lines.
2: Yeah, it's uh There's a, it's a whole. This thing will explode when you start digging into it. It'll take you in so many different directions, whether it's uh electromagnetic or yeah. You got your anomalies that are. Atmospheric, I guess you'd call. It, yeah, it's and then you follow the ley lines out of England, and they take you right to Cairo, where the the great pyramids are. And they go off the other angles. And they take you to the Mesoamerican uh, ley lines. I mean the pyramids and different structures there in Central and South America, and then here in the states. Just look at Washington D.C. with ley lines, and it will. Your head will explode.
1: Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny, but weren't wasn't most of DC laid out on the lay lines? Like the the construction was like specifically built on those lines, to like to That's maximize. That's what I heard.
2: If if you go with DC being in the center of on a ley line, and then the way the streets are laid out, you follow those off. Like the big pentagram you can see with the overlay of DC, mm-hmm. very Masonic stuff. Uh, if you're into symbolisms and esoteric symbolism, it's 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 really neat. Once again, another big deep dive uh, in yeah, DC. is Scary, yeah. <laughs> with how much stuff is
1: there? Yeah, I've I've been there a couple times. My son's actually out there right now on deployment, but um, yeah, it's. Very heavily, heavily uh steeped in the Masonic and all that kind of symbolism and things like that um and I think you just hit on it, it from from the air it, it is shaped like a pentagram, correct
2: yeah, yeah, you definitely have the pentagram, you have the compass and the compass and square now that's just the Masonic stuff, but it's
1: you've got to pull it up, it makes my head hurt. <laughs> I don't have enough words for it. A lot of this stuff can, can have that effect on you, though. Just it, just like, the way you can deep dive into, into all this stuff. I mean, looking at how things are laid out and how they – and, you, you know, we got so many people today that are so smart and can do all this stuff. But think about the stuff that they did back then with nowhere near the technology that we have today. It's, yes. Yeah. It's and amazing. how they figured stuff out like this like that and how they laid this stuff out. I mean it's, it's like you said, Johnny, it'll make your head explode trying to think about how, how did they figure this stuff out? It's me and Norm were talking earlier uh about the thirty third
2: parallel and I know that it runs through D C. Norm knew of it running through where was it Norm? North Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: It's the border between North mm-hmm. and South
2: Korea. There's yeah. there's a lot of things that go with the 33rd degree parallel, and I won't, I've i been looking for an overlay of it with a ley line. And I, maybe I'm using the wrong search terms or whatever, but I'm not finding anything with that. It's the little man in the black hats. <laughs> or no. <laughs> not the guy in the tiny hat. They hide everything. They are erasing the
1: interwebs. (laughs) Well, you know, and I think a lot of people, when they hear stuff like that, you know, automatically the, there's a couple of schools of thought. A couple of, you know, either, oh, that's just, you know, that's just speculation and that's, you know. You're talking hoodoo. Yeah. Um, There's no fact to it. Yeah, but... (laughs) That's, that's that's a lot of coincidence when you start looking at stuff yeah. like that. And how, much, how many national and international monuments are laid out on these ley lines, things I like that. I was
0: looking at one just for the United States alone. And Atlanta, Georgia is a major nexus point for a lot of ley lines coming in and branching out. I mean, you were say hypothetically to perform a blood sacrifice on a large scale, Atlanta's the place you're gonna do it.
1: Well didn't doesn't the Georgia Guidestones yep. to have something yep. to do with the ley lines too? Yep, they were okay. on one. Yep. Yeah. I mean <laughs> and I can't I can't remember the how the story went or even the whole story, but something about the Washington Monument Yes. being more of a, like an antenna for something? Yes, um, that belongs with obelisks. Mm-hmm. There's one in London,
0: and then the other one's in Egypt. No, excuse me, in Rome. And it's both these obelisks, like Washington Monument, are supposed to draw in power and also act as antennas to amplify, we'll say, etheric energies. It would be the best term to use that would handle your magic your ley line. Um there's lightning strikes on measures just very natural. Uh, I don't what's the word I'm looking for. They attract so mm-hmm. much. There's just so much stuff that gets attracted to these things, and they're considered bases of
1: power as well. Well, I heard, I don't, I don't know if you call it a theory, but for lack of a better term, we call it a theory. I heard a guy talking about that Excalibur was actually a real sword and it was actually forged where it was forged was on a ley line it was supposed to be like a very um, powerful like a nexus point yeah nexus point I, I couldn't think of the term thank you Norm but it was formed on that and that's it was you know that's where the legend that's where the the legend came and you know the sword and the stone and all that stuff but supposedly where all that happened where it was forged that was like a nexus point of power and that's why that sword was as powerful as it was you know like I said who knows if it's true or not it's a theory but I just it's got a good strong basis
0: because if you do something on a ley line because they're natural places of power um, you can Augment something or take it away. There's portals, is a big example for mm-hmm. ley line activity, especially at conjunction points. Um, flight 19. Suppo- now, the Bermuda Triangle supposedly have a couple down there, and supposedly an article of redness was years ago that. Because of the ley lines, the interconnections, uh, and lost civilization, portal hit portals open up because of the power down there, and that's what happened to Flight 19. Especially when they started describing the disorientation effects, uh, the different land that they were seeing before they disappeared, Mm -hmm. and all this has to go back to ley lines. There was a few years ago, I read this. I can't think of the gentleman's name he was doing some heavy duty research into the UFO phenomenon and he went and got aeronautical maps and then got what's called the magnetic lines there's maps for magnetic magnetic lines which is also another name for ley lines and he started putting this 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2 about how unidentified flying aircraft were using ley lines as a means of travel and f- apostatized that the, port, the nexus points were um, wormholes portals stargate whatever you want to call it and when the government got wind of his papers that he wanted to put together and publish he got the kibosh he got visited by the men in black in other words he got the government actually one, I forget which three letter agency actually might have been the FBI and the aviation committee
2: went in there and said,
0: nope, classified.
2: Mm. Wow. Do you remember his name? I wish
0: I did. I'm lucky if I remember my own name if I don't look <laughs> at my ID in the morning to go to work.
1: Suck it and hold on it. It does. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Yeah. If we let's go back to DC because obviously that's that's the most popular one. Most popular one. It's I it mean, was like, specifically built yeah. after Egypt and really really easy to see if it's if we're, like we're talking about you know if it's laid out like I mean I've never flown over DC I've always driven into it but I've I've heard plenty of people that have flown over it to say it's just it it will blow your mind to look out the window and see. I mean, I've flown over Oklahoma and whoever laid out the street in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. I think they either laid it out on ley lines or they just had a fascination with right angles. Cause wow. you cannot go somewhere in more than, uh, more than a 200 yard straight line mm-hmm. before you're going to have to make a left or a right turn. Right. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, it, it's laid out like a grid. Interesting. Mm. So I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. That might be something we, not, we can look into and, Investigate, but it's like you see a building 200 yards in front of you. You can't drive in a straight line to that building. It's going you're gonna have to make five left turns or five right turns to get to it. And but like we something like we talked about, you know, that's the way things were laid out back then. How did they do all that? I mean, especially considering the
0: fact that they don't have GPS to line up coordinates. They were using sun, the stars pencil, charcoal (laughs) paper and probably the equivalent of an abacus to lay out these things to precision to precision measurements that um I couldn't I'm not up totally on the total construction of Washington DC but like you say it's a perfect grid that has been laid out and people see symbolisms in it. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have seen pentagrams. Some people have seen,
1: I think there's an owl somebody has seen. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and, you know, most of our forefathers were Freemasons. Exactly. I mean, and that's another, that's something that we can possibly, you know, and that's a that's probably two, three, or even four episodes about that stuff. But they were all Freemasons, and we know they all laid those things out, but what, what's the movie with Nicolas Cage? Uh, National Treasure. Yes, I mean, I'm sure some of that was fanciful, fantasiful, but there's, there's always a, a hint yeah, of truth. <laughs> that's exactly in. what I was about to say. If you see it in in Hollywood, chances are there's something pretty close to it already there. Mm-hmm. But now, do I believe there's a <laughs> a hidden treasure trove underneath DC? Eh, probably not. It's swamp land. Yeah, but you know, I, I don't think the the Knights Templar's treasure is hidden under DC. But i I just about bet there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about hidden in catacombs because we know that the catacombs underneath DC exist, mm-hmm. but how much do we know about them?
0: We know as much as people as people in power will allow you to know. Yep. Unless it benefits them, you don't know anything unless it benefits them in some way, shape, or form, and then you'll know something. You know, it's uh, like freedom of speech. You know, there's even limits to freedom of speech because
1: mm-hmm. it's not an absolute. Yeah. Well, and we could sit there and without going super political, because, you know, we don't want to do that. Right nothing is truly free exactly you've always got to pay something for something you know the freedoms we have were paid for with blood we, exactly. we know that I mean you both served in the military I mean freedom's not free so the right to free speech is is no different I mean you can say certain things but if you say certain other things you're gonna to have to pay for that exactly you know I mean it's you can't You can't go out and publicly say you're going to kill somebody without having some kind of repercussions. Of course. You can't say, oh, freedom of speech. Well, you can't threaten anybody without some kind of consequence. You know, I I deal with stuff like that every day in my job. And that's like with some of our fellow podcasters on D.A. Roberts' show, William Nighthawk.
0: It seems like when they get into a sensitive topic, strange things happen to their podcasts.
1: Yes, yes. The podcast that I was on with William... It, there was a lot of technical technical difficulties,
0: difficulties. Yeah, I caught I caught that on uh, YouTube I watched mm-hmm. it and I was listening to another one where they're talking about it seems like they mention, we'll say men in black black-eyed children certain things about UFOs dogmen Bigfoot depending on the day and how cranky their
1: secret handlers are Things happen to their feet. Yeah, I mean, if you get too close to a situation or a topic or something that's sensitive, mm, things can can start happening. But anyway, like I said, that's that's a pretty interesting topic. That's another topic for another day. But the topic for next show is really one of my favorites. We're going to be talking about... The Mandela Effect on our next show. Very popular yeah. subject. I can't wait talking about blowing your mind because we've already done a show on it on uh, DAX Machina. Mm-hmm. So, and as soon as we did that show, I was like, I, I want, I want us to do one on our show because it's, some of that stuff just blows your mind. I know it does. There's some of those things I will die on those hills. I
0: mean, so, there's things that like. I look at him like, wait a minute. When did they change this? Mm
1: -hmm. When did this happen? Or so so without getting into too much detail about it, this show—that's what we're going to talk about our next show, folks. So, I want to tune in for that one. That's going to be a good one. But as for this show, Johnny, you got anything else you want to add? Oh, it's. (laughs) <laughs>
2: I'm not going to stop on this ley line thing. I'm going to keep digging because well, yeah. the Orient is ate
1: up with it. I mean, it's, it's, let's, it's, it's, it's global. Let, let's, let's say we'll, we'll you do some more digging, and let's have another show on this because, you know, a 20-minute show is just barely scratching the surface of, of what a lot of the stuff that we talk about. But, you know, we try to keep it quick. it's, an, it's enough to make you interested and go, really? Hmm. Or, hmm? Yeah. Or, so... But let's let's uh, let's table that and say we're gonna have another show on ley lines because I, I it's fascinating to me. I know y'all two like it as well. So, yes, Norm, you got anything else? No, I was telling Johnny this, that there was a popular there was a popular
0: role playing game based on ley lines that actually came out in eighty nine ninety. That mm-hmm. was before the subject, even before Johnny brought it up. It's uh there's a lot of interesting things,
1: yeah, like we said, you know there's always some you see, there's the some some hint of truth in everything so, but that's all we got for this show tonight, folks, so come back and join us again. Remember if you've got anything you wanna want us to look into, you got a story, you got whatever it is, you know, send us an email at what's really out there, two zero two two that's all. One phrase What's really out there 2022 At gmail.com um, If you want us to To get in touch with you About something Norman will probably Be the one that's getting in touch with you You set stuff up uh, If you want to come on the show Call in whatever uh, We'll get you set up Or Norman will get you set up And we'll You know If you got your own story Or if you just want us to talk about it Just talk about it If you want us to come out And do an investigation You know We can work that out too um, But But We'd just we're, love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, we're here to help you if you've got something that you gotta get unburdened
1: or just want to share a story. Yeah. Johnny, any final words?
2: Ah. Uh, I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man of many words. Many <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Johnny. <laughs> Norm. I'm good. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us at the cabin. We'll see you next time. Next week, folks.